At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. It is indeed the VSN Bet Center live from Las Vegas, the Circa Resort and Casino. I am Brady Cannon along with my partner, James Salinas, who joins us. Via Denver, Colorado, on this first Saturday in May. James checking the baseball scoreboard. The Cleveland Indians, or excuse me, the Cleveland Guardians. I almost did it there. The Cleveland Guardians trying to split the doubleheader with the Toronto Blue Jays. They lead 4-2 to two in the bottom of the fifth inning. Your live total is at 9. The Guardians are favored by 1.5 as far as the side, and you got to lay minus 125 if you want to go that direction. The Pittsburgh Pirates, they are also trying to split a doubleheader with the Cincinnati Reds, who won for the fourth time this season earlier today. Pittsburgh on their way to a split for sure as they are topping the Reds 7-2 to two in just the fourth inning in this ballgame. Still no score between the Milwaukee Brewers and the Atlanta Braves. Good pitching matchup there with Freed against against Burns and the St. Louis Cardinals and San Francisco Giants. This ought to answer your question about the total, James. St. Louis put a run on the board early in the top half of the first inning. Wilmer Flores came back in the second inning with a grand slam for the San Francisco Giants to make it 4-1. to one. But St. Louis has now added a pair of runs, and we are at 4-3. to three. So there's your total. Worst you can do is push at this point, and we are only in the top of the second inning in San Francisco. Already seven runs on the board. Seven was the closing total in that game. The Chicago Cubs also trying to split a doubleheader with the Los Angeles Dodgers. They were shut out in the first of the uh, first of two here and in the nightcap Chicago on top one to nothing and coming up here pretty soon your Colorado Rockies are down in the other desert the Arizona Diamondbacks playing host to Colorado this evening this will go to first pitch here in about 10 minutes 5:10 Pacific 8:10 p.m. Eastern time and it's the suddenly Red hot Arizona Diamondbacks, James. Uh, it'll be Kyle Freeland and Zach Davies towing the rubber. And the Snakes have seen the money. They opened up. This game really opened up at about a pick em. And now Arizona minus 120 on the money line. Eight and a half is your total. The Rockies have been playing 500 baseball as of late. Still above 500 in the National League West. But the Arizona Diamondbacks, they have won eight out of ten. Still in the cellar of the division, but catching fire right now. Any plays for you on the Diamonds or in this one this evening? 
I was looking at it. You, you mentioned the Diamondbacks, and now they've been able to, with the four straight wins, move a game over 500 to, to make sure that every team in that National League <laughs> West is above 500, however short-lived that will be. I know we're just a month into the season, but you know it's been the pitching because it's not the hitting for the D-backs. They still, this team is still hitting at league last. They are last in the bigs when it comes to collective team batting average at just sitting at 191. So it's... They, they, even though they got rid of the pitcher in the National League, that sure hasn't improved their ability to hit the baseball so far this young season for the D-backs, but it's the pitching, and it's the pitching that is able to continue to to keep them in games, and you play good you, you play good defense, you pitch well, you throw strikes, you limit teams to three outs, and that's what's happening with the Diamondbacks, and you get some timely hitting there, and you can move forward. You think about the starters, a Mad Bum and how well he's pitched so far this season. Merrill Kelly, Zach Gallen. I mean, they're, they're collective ERA sitting just a tick under one and a half early in the season. But, you know, it's Zach Davies that's going to take the hill. And I think that's my concern with Davies. He's really kind of struggled with his command early in the season. 23 innings pitch, but he's already walked 11 batters. So he runs into a lot of deep counts. I was trying to look at some of the pitcher props here to see if if there was something I could find with with Davies, but not a whole lot that I really want to work with. I do see Kyle Freeland, and his outs are sitting at 15.5. It's juiced pretty high to $1.35 to the over with Kyle Freeland. Now, he's only extended himself past the fifth inning just once this season where he's completed, and that was last week. That was last week against the Reds. Now, take it for what it's worth there, Brady. You're facing the Reds. One of the, you know, they're, they're not hitting last in the league like the Diamondbacks are, but they're obviously not hitting for – they're not able to score runs, so – yeah, maybe I was thinking of getting involved with that. They've actually hit Kyle Freeland relatively well. Marte's hit him pretty well. He's he's hitting he's hitting three forty five against Kyle Freeland. So just don't know how deep Freeland's going to go into this game because sometimes, especially on the road, he's actually does okay at home. He's a he's a Denver native, so he's used to pitching at, at the elevation at altitude at a mile high. So he's used to his breaking stuff, maybe not breaking as clean as it does on the road, but that's where some of his splits has struggled is just with that command. So maybe I get involved here. Why not? We got some time to kill. Again, it'll be a small <laughs> play. I'm going to just talk myself into it, Brady. Just a small play here. I'm going to play that just for something to, to keep an eye on as we progress through our, our program tonight. I'm going to bet Kyle Freeland under the out total sitting at 15 and a half uh, at plus 100. So even money bet here with Kyle Freeland. I don't think he's going to, if he goes five, I don't see him working and getting out there into the sixth inning. So that's where I'm going to go. Kyle Freeland under 15 and a half outs plus even money plus 100. I would look at the under two as far as that pitching prop, James. I would be with you in agreement there as far as going under the 15 and a half outs. As far as the side or the total in this game, I don't really have a strong opinion. I don't think the Diamondbacks are a great team. Obviously, they're having a great run right now. Um, I would probably consider Colorado as the slightly better team, but I think it's really tough to bet on the Colorado Rockies on the road. And you know, we saw them get off to a hot start this year. They typically always play well at home, Dude. but then they went out east and they were swept by the Phillies. They've lost, uh, you know, to the Diamondbacks here, and it, it just seems to catch up to them every year where they have some woes on the road. So I, I don't really know which way to which direction to go here as far as a side, but I like the way you're going there with that pitching prop. Um, let's dive into some Stanley Cup playoff action here. Right now we have the Pittsburgh Penguins leading the New York Rangers 4-1 to one after one period of play. And we've had three or two of the hockey games already today go over the total. And it looks like this one is absolutely headed there. This one opened at 6.5. They only need one more goal to hit six, two more to go over. And we've got two more periods to play. Your in-game total is all the way to 9 and if you've looked at these playoff series so far, uh, it's close to 60% of the games that have gone over the opening total of either five and a half, six, or six and a half. A lot of goal scoring so far, and maybe that's because some of the injuries we've had to the netminders. Well, and we're seeing that with the Penguins. They're down to their third string netminder there with Louis Doming having to step in and, and perform. And I know he's a veteran, but he's kind of a journeyman now stepping into this, having to step into that role for and with the pen, with the pens. And we know it's a veteran team, a lot of championship medal on that team. And 
for, uh, you know, maybe they were a little tired. You think about that first game, and basically, in a sense, they were able to pull that out in triple overtime, but that was two games for the price of one that they had to play, and it's not uh, it's not a deep team. You know, it's really dependent upon their top two lines to put the puck in the back of the net offensively, and, yeah, I think we saw that just didn't have the effort of the energy of the legs underneath of them in that game two matchup against the Rangers. And credit the Rangers bouncing back. Anytime you're going to lose, especially at home, but you lose a triple overtime game, especially for a team that hadn't been in the playoffs for about five years, that's pretty tough to swallow. So credit to the Rangers to be able to bounce back mentally and put out a fine performance. But obviously a lot of that was due to the Pens really being gassed in that next in that game. They've been able to get their legs under them in this first in this first period up four to one. I just wonder from this perspective here, that total, that live totals at nine, it's juiced to the under pretty heavy at a dollar forty here on MGM Brady. That anytime that I guess that's the one caveat when we have to try to handicap all right throughout the next two periods in particular the third period if the rangers able to crawl back and maybe they're within two goals into that third period do we start to see when do we see the goaltenders get pulled some some of these teams tend to i mean we've seen teams pull a goaltender with three four five minutes remaining in that third period sometimes that's always have to have to factor into your handicap if you're going to play totals James, has there been a team so far in the early going of this Stanley Cup playoffs? Again, just the first round, every team about three or four games in right now. Have you been betting any teams on an individual game-to-game basis, or is there a team out there that you have a futures play on, or you have certainly been impressed so far and you're uh, thinking about making one? Well, I mean, everything's outside of the the Avalanche, and I didn't, I don't have any futures bets in the NHL for the Stanley Cup, or even to get through their respective conferences. So, no future, no future positions for me. So, I'm not trying to find other ways to either add on or to try to, to try to, uh, in a sense, not so much heads a position, but uh, find other ways to to be able to find different angles to take advantage. So, no, I have not. I don't have any futures when it comes to Stanley Cup playoffs right now, but everything outside of the Avs game, I mean, the Avs series sitting at 3-0, it's kind of been that that back and forth, right? You win, then you lose, you split. Now you're going on the road for a number of these series here in Game 3. Um, I, I think maybe from this standpoint for was was wondering, OK, for a team like Tampa and now Tampa or Tampa, we know they're two time defending Stanley Cup champions. And it's so hard to three. It's so hard to repeat Brady, let alone do a three peat gig. And we've seen kind of some lackluster effort, but that's a team where they lost the first game. They come back and grave. Great performance game two, really kind of the same back to reverted how they played in game one. That's probably a team, if I'm going to look to get involved here, it'd be something where a, a team like Tampa, who's been there and done that and probably not going to bring their best effort on a nightly basis, especially early at the first round of the playoffs, that this is a team that knows how they're not going to panic. That's a veteran-laden team uh, that this is a p- potential where you're talking about the Lightning is that a team you want to get ahead of right now and get in front of to say, yeah, maybe this game four coming up here tomorrow, this is a team that I'm going to bet against? That might be a side I might be looking at. Is They know when to turn it on, and obviously for the Lightning, don't want to fall behind three games to one. That's, that's the perfect opportunity I think that I'm going to be looking for if I'm going to get involved in something here coming up soon. Yeah, interesting that you say that. I, I have been on the Toronto Maple Leafs a couple times for winners in their two one, uh, two wins in this series. I did not bet Tampa Bay uh, when they evened up the series at one game apiece, but I did bet Tampa Bay after they were down one nothing at plus one seventy five to win the series. So I'm with you that uh, let's not uh, let's not just look uh, look past the champs just yet. And we know Toronto's uh, problems in the playoffs in past history. That's a very interesting. Uh, series right there between the Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll be back with some more basketball talk. Ray Ratto joins us next to take a look at the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. I tell you what, James, the wind must really be blowing out in San Francisco at Oracle Park. Uh, Steven Matz is absolutely struggling. He is not even through the bottom half of the second inning yet. He's thrown over 50 pitches. He just gave up yet another home run to Darren Ruff. He had walked a batter prior to that. That amounts to a two-run home run. The Giants are on top 8-3, to three, 11 runs on the board, not even out of the second inning yet for a game that closed at 7 as far as the total is concerned. We're going to stay in the Bay Area, and Ray Ratto now joins us. He's been covering the Bay Area sports scene for over 40 years. You can follow him on Twitter at Ratto Indy, and you can also find him on the air at KGMZFM in San Francisco. Ray, thank you so much for joining us. The Warriors and the Grizzlies will tip off uh, not too far from Oracle Park there at the Chase Center coming up in about 15, 20 minutes from now. The Warriors opened up as a six and a half point favorite here for game three. The series, of course, tied at one game apiece and they've seen a little bit of the money. They are now up to seven point favorites for game three, of course, on their home court. How do you see this one playing out in your thoughts versus the number there? Um, I, I'm a little surprised that it's gone up, but not like shocked. Cause I think you know, there's a lot more money coming from the Bay area to try to bet a number up than there is Memphis money. But I think until they can show me that they know what to do about John Morant, I think the game's going to be a lot closer than that. I mean, I think they could win, but I think seven is probably a bit much to ask only because, you know, they haven't been able to demonstrate that they know what to do with Morant. And I have to believe at some point Desmond Bain is going to be better than he's been. So I think Memphis is probably, you know, a livelier dog than most teams that would come into come into the Chase Center. I mean, I wouldn't bet my bet my car on it, but I bet a tire on it. <laughs> well, Ray, let me ask you about in particular the Golden State side and Clay Thompson and had a very good series against the Denver Nuggets, but really has struggled to shoot the basketball in these first two games on the road in Memphis. And whatever, what I saw in that game two performance against the Grizzlies was he, he'd look really heavy footed to me and, and rightfully so you, you, we, we know the, the issues that he's had with the ACL and the Achilles and all the work that he's done to his credit to get himself back out there and competing and shooting the basketball at a high level outside of the last two games in this series. But he just looked a little slow afoot to me. Can you give me a little insight as to how he is from, he's not going to be the player that he was prior to the surgeries, but uh, just from a physical standpoint, getting out there on the court and playing the amount of minutes that he's had having to play in high level minutes where we're talking about playoff basketball. Where's Clay Thompson at right now? Physically. Um, I think physically, I would say probably he's been between 90 and 95% of what he ought to be. 
But um, the problem is that he's a really streaky shooter, and he's been a little impatient. I think that's the thing that the Warriors are more concerned with. And you know, they, they he's usually a really good catch and shoot guy, but he's been, you know, more interested in you know trying to shoot off the dribble, which he doesn't normally do. And uh, the problem with that is if he's not hitting that, he can you know, sort of get locked into, well, I'm going to shoot my way out of it because that's what shooters do. And you end up with, you know, in putting up a five for 19. I think, though, the Warriors are so committed to him that they're not going to diminish his minutes. They're not going to change his role. They're just going to rely on him to take better shots and shoot in rhythm. And because they've seen this so many other times from him, that they're not going to be deterred from continuing to use him the way they use him. Ray, I am with you. I, I felt uh, when it first came out at six and a half and now to seven, I, I thought that was a bit high. And I'm not going to bet the game. Uh, I'm certainly rooting for the Warriors, having grown up in the Bay Area and followed this team for many years. But um, I don't have a real strong opinion on the number. Like I say, my first reaction was that it was a little high and I would lean towards the Memphis side. What's the buzz there in the Bay Area? All the radio shows that you do, all the columns that you write. James and I were talking about this a little earlier. Uh, the Warriors, I know Steve Kerr specifically, and I can't imagine anybody else was too thrilled with that flagrant foul and what Steve Kerr was calling a real dirty foul. He broke the code there coming across the guy's head. Gary Payton Jr., of course, fractures his elbow. He's out for a couple of weeks. And then also after the game, John Morant talking a little trash after they had won to Steph Curry. I, I can't imagine all of that sits too well with the Warriors. What's, what's the word on the street and the buzz you're hearing around the locker room? Um, I haven't been in the locker room, but I've heard enough from enough players to know that this is on the verge of becoming an actual rivalry. And the only thing preventing it from being a full fledged rivalry is how many games this series is going to go. If this goes seven, um, then it will mean that in two consecutive years, Memphis won a play in game to eliminate the Warriors. And the next year, they took them to seven games in what I suspect will be a great series. So I think that's sort of what the conversation is, is are we ready to have, you know, a full on hate fest with a team that we haven't been paying attention to because they've always wanted to be our tribals with the Lakers. And they're really not because the Lakers don't take notice of the Warriors, except, you know, when, when the Warriors were winning championships and the Lakers are missing the playoffs, the real, I mean, they, they spent their day complaining about, you know, the officials in game one. They spent their day complaining about uh, Dylan Brooks. But I have a feeling that because this series had a three-day break between games two and three, it's just going to revert to basketball. And I think it's going to take on whatever life it's going to take on based on this game. If it's a rough game, I think, you know, you're going to, you're going to get that, that, that hate on that, you know, very few series tend to have, but if it's a normal, regular old basketball game, I think, you know, whatever sort of tensions there are will kind of dissipate and they'll get down to the, you know, to the nuts and bolts of winning a series. Um, I think also if Memphis can, you know, split these two games in San Francisco, now you've got the drama you've been trying to set up. But for now, it's just, they, they had their day screaming about Dylan Brooks and they've had their day screaming about Scott Foster, even though the officiating crew was really good. And so now I guess it's just waiting for the game to start. because They're all out of gas. They got nothing left to say. Well, and Ray, you mentioned it, the layoff weird scheduling quirk for the amount of days it's been. They, they haven't played. It feels like it's been a week since we've last seen the Warriors taken on the Grizzlies in this series. Some time off, able to maybe recharge those legs from a physical standpoint and try to open up the floor to your point you were talking about as, as far as the flow of the games. I'm looking at this total. It's sitting right around 225 points. Now, the Warriors obviously had a horrible shooting night in Game 2. Just 7 of 38 from three-point range. I can't imagine we're going to see that same type of shooting performance from the Warriors. There's just too, many, too much talent, too many good players, too many championship shooters on that team. But talk about not only how you see the flow of this game going, but also the 
what we've seen from the Warriors, which has kind of surprised me through the first two games. Yeah, you're going to miss a lot of shots, opportunity for offensive rebounds, but the Warriors have had 30 offensive rebounds collectively in the first two games, which is kind of surprising to me. How do you kind of see the tempo and the flow of this game going tonight? Uh, that is determined entirely by how well the Warriors shoot. If they don't, if they have another difficult night shooting, and they're capable of that because they were not an extraordinary shooting team during the regular season, and Memphis has a way of making teams feel uncomfortable, then the question becomes, you know, will Jaron Jackson spend more time around the basket trying to get rebounds because he has been invisible there so far? And what effect, if any, will Steven Adams have now that he's activated? Because the Warriors have sort of had their way, you know, in the paint, you know, and with second chance points, because Jaron Jackson has been standing off at the three-point line, you know, imagining that he's going to score 34 every night. And Adams has missed the first two games. So I think a lot of things are going to get determined tonight, including, you know, Memphis's ability to do what they did most of the regular season, which was to, you know, get points in the paint and, you know, have a presence and be defensive. Um, because they had, they didn't really show that in game one. Uh, they did show it in game two, but in large part, because the Warriors didn't shoot very well. So I have a feeling that as, that as much as, as improved as Golden State will be, I think Memphis will be better too, because game two was sort of a disjointed affair for both teams. And Memphis just won because Morant was a force that the Warriors couldn't cope with. Ray, great stuff as always. Great to catch up with you. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll talk again soon, my friend. Thank you. All righty. Take care. All right. That is Ray Ratto. Check him out at thedefector.com and also on Twitter at Ratto Ratto Indy. I apologize. Some interesting perspective there on the Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. That game coming up in about five or ten minutes from now. We'll be back on the other side with more of the VSIN Bet Center. Stick around. It's the Sports Betting Network. is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free, all cash, all season long. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. That's Blue Moon made brighter. 21 years and only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VEASAN Bet Center. And just a head on a swivel type deal here, James. You've got baseball going, NBA about to tip off, and uh, they just can't seem seem to determine a winner here in Pittsburgh between the Rangers and the Penguins. Absolutely back and forth. The first period was all Pittsburgh. They led after one break at 4-1. to Now New York comes back into the fray with two goals in the second period. We're at 4-3 to already. We've got under eight minutes left to go in the second period. Your in-game total is up to 10. I mean, what has got into the scoring in these hockey games? That is three of the four games now on the ice today that have all gone over the total. The Penguins remain a one-goal favorite. you got to lay minus 155 if you want to jump on that. Uh, the total is at minus 110 either way. The in-game price again all the way up to 10. On the Diamonds, the Giants, I mentioned, in a wild affair there by the Bay. They are leading the St. Louis Cardinals 8-3 to now. The Cleveland Guardians in the seventh inning over the Toronto Blue Jays 7-2 to with Toronto at bat in the top half of the inning. The Cincinnati Reds are trying to make a sweep of the doubleheader, getting back into it here with the Pirates. Now 7-5 to in favor of Pittsburgh in the top half of the fifth. Still no score in Atlanta. Good pitching duel there between Burns and Max Fried. 0-0 in the bottom of the fourth inning there. The Los Angeles Dodgers trying to sweep the doubleheader at Wrigley. 4-1. to They lead the Cubs in the bottom of the second inning and 
and Arizona and Colorado just getting underway in the home half of the first inning, and they are scoreless. James, I want to get back to the Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. They are still yet to tip off. They will be going here pretty quickly, but I thought it was very interesting. Ray Ratto had a few different interesting things to say, but one thing that uh, caught my mind was his reaction to my question. I was talking about the chippiness of the series and Golden State's reactions uh, to the flagrant foul by Dylan Brooks, the injury to one of their young stars in Gary Payton Jr., and you know some of the trash-talking and whatnot, and I thought... Ray made a good point. He said, you know, th- this this series is really borderline becoming into or, or borderline becoming a, a real hated rivalry. But because you have that weird scheduling that you alluded to, and we've had a couple of days off, maybe, you know, tempers have been able to calm a little bit. And I wonder who you think that benefits w- without, you know, the edge maybe that's there emotionally for these players. Is that better for the Warriors or the Grizzlies? I think for the Warriors, this is a team that – they're not going to get into head games. This is they know how to win. They they they're championship team. So they're not going to let a little thing. I, to me, I don't think a little thing like Jaw. That there's been so much time off between game two to game three that I think for the for the Warriors and the legs that I'm thinking of, I'm thinking more from a physical standpoint for the Warriors than more so the psychological or the emotional side for the Warriors. It, they just look kind of like as from the shooting percentage, right? We talked about the three point shooting and how poor the 18 percent roughly from three-point land were the Golden State Warriors in that game two matchup. And a lot of times that comes down to some tired legs. And we've seen some sloppy play out of the Warriors too offensively. A lot of turnovers. They're averaging 18 turnovers per game first two first two for the first two games in this series. So kind of careless with the ball. It hasn't turned into a whole lot of live ball runouts and, and transition points for Memphis. But the fact that they've been really careless with the basketball, I think we'll see a much better effort, value the basketball a lot more. This is a team, I, I think, if anything, from a psychological piece, I think there's some pride for the Warriors in saying we don't shoot that way. That is not who we are. We are going to light it up tonight, and I suspect that's what we're going to see out of the Warriors from their shooting standpoint. These guys are going to shoot it, and they're going to shoot it well. I kind of agree with you. I I think certainly there is going to be a comfort zone that they can find on their home court, and you kind of tip your hand there. I want to ask you a couple different questions here. Would would you lay the seven points with the Warriors? It sounds like you might be headed that way. Uh, With the way you're talking about, you expect them to shoot very well tonight. I I kind of agree with you, a bounce-back performance from what we saw in Game 2. And then some other options you have here in different markets, the series winner, uh, Golden State still pretty heavy favorite to win this series at minus 300, even though it is as tied at a game apiece. And, and then you look at the exact result of the series, and the favorite is the Warriors in six. Warriors winning four games to two is plus 185. Uh, interestingly, the second choice is Warriors in five. Warriors four games to one at plus 275. Anything as far as tonight or some future bets here as far as the series that you would be wanting to get involved with? Well, I think for me, I'm already involved with the series, not only for the Warriors True. to get to the finals, but honestly, with all all the focus I've had on both the Bucks and the Warriors and the Suns to make it to the finals, I forgot I put in a series bet with the Warriors and the Heat minus 150 to get to the to get to their conference finals. So basically, obviously, got to get past the the 76ers for the Heat side, and then the Warriors past Memphis. So I'm not going to get involved with any of these places here. Now, thinking about how this series has been stretched out, the fact that they haven't played, game, the game two was way back on Tuesday, so a number of days to be able to rest. That's it. Now it's going to go alternate days. They're going to go Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then if it gets to a game seven, they'll have an additional day off. That would be on a Monday, May 16th. So, Maybe the luxury for the Warriors, because I feel like they not only because of their shooting percentage started to go down with their with the legs and started to get tired. We know there's a lot of a lot of playoff miles on those tires for those champ for for the in particular the big three for the for the Warriors. But they're not going to have the benefit any longer after tonight to have multiple days off in between the games. So maybe if you were looking to get involved, or if I was going to look to get involved, if I didn't have the positions I was already in. Might be looking at at the six because I I think with because of again the the short time period between the days off or just one day off in between each game another trip out to to out to the East Coast there to play Memphis in Tennessee and then having to turn back around I can see Memphis I don't know if Memphis is I don't think Memphis is going to get one of these games in Golden State I think Golden State's going to hold serve and go up three to one but again 
multiple games, less time to recuperate and rest. Maybe that's where Memphis puts it all out there in game five to extend the series, not wanting to get closed out on their home floor. And that's where Golden State handles business and closes it out in six games at home. All right. I mentioned uh, we have to keep our head on our swi- our head on our swivel like uh, a day like today with everything going on. We've talked horse racing, of course. Uh, Rich Strike wins the Kentucky Derby at odds around eighty to one. We've talked playoff hockey, playoff basketball. We've got a full card of baseball going, double headers. I'm going to go back to the diamonds with you, James. We've got another game that is going to go to first pitch here in just a few minutes. That'll be the Marlins and the Padres, five forty p.m. Pacific time. 8.40 p.m. Eastern. Good pitching matchup here. Pablo Lopez will visit Sean Manea at Petco Park. Miami has lost six in a row, and the Padres have won eight out of their last ten, and they've moved into a tie for first place in the National League West with the Dodgers. But just a short favorite are the Padres in this one at minus 114 on the money line and the total. Very indicative of that good pitching matchup at just six and a half. What about some baseball action for you? We talked you into a bet on Kyle Freeland. Anything uh, at Petco Park between the Friars and the Miami Marlins? You mentioned the total and and the the pitching matchup. I mean, for Manea, hasn't played, has, got off to a really good start. First couple starts there with the Padres needs the rebound now. Back to back poor outings for Sean Manea. He's allowed nine earned runs over the last eleven innings in those two starts as a with the Padres. So bounce back opportunity here for Manea going against Lopez. Now Lopez has been. You know, he he got off to a tremendous start. Only one earned run through his first four starts. Couldn't get out of the fifth inning against the D-backs of all teams who have the lowest batting average in all of, all of Major League Baseball and really struggled to locate, too. 97 pitches and didn't get through five innings. So it was a long day for Lopez. Bounce back opportunity here. I was looking at the total, but this total is down to six and a half. Pretty soon what's going to be interesting, Brady, is we're going to start seeing these totals in baseball be lower than the totals we're seeing here in hockey. You mentioned yeah, the, right. the Rangers come and tie it up. <laughs> I, I, the 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 puck is juiced. I think it's not yeah, the ball. We go. know they've deadened the ball in baseball. Now the puck's juiced. Maybe we need <laughs> to get that puck out there on the pitching mound and get some runs going in Major League Baseball. Uh, that's great stuff and a great observation there. We've got uh, you know three of the four games already over the total yeah. on the ice today, and of course the New York Rangers tied it up. You know four to one Pittsburgh after one period. Now four to four with still four minutes left to go in the second period. What a wild hockey game! I, I have a feeling it'll be a little bit different with Calgary and the Dallas Stars coming up uh, in about an hour from now. We know these teams are defensively oriented, but uh, you know we were talking with Andy McGinnis earlier in the program and his bet that he was making on this game was it to go over in the first period and that was basically a reaction to what we saw in the game prior when Dallas was able to tie the series up a very low scoring affair he thought they would break out and score some goals early in this one down in Dallas right now the Calgary Flames about a minus 165 road favorite. We'll come back and update all the zany action that is going on on this first Saturday in May. Canelo Alvarez still to get inside the squared circle and duke it out here in a big prize fight in downtown Las Vegas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's baseball bets on a daily basis. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice, his best bets through the Stanley Cup Playoff Final. We have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and the Kentucky Derby betting guide. Did you have Rich Strike in that one? If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use, use of our betting tools and live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only 59 bucks to be a subscriber through July 30, uh, 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash spring. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the vcin bet center. The Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies are underway. John Morant already has a three-pointer and Memphis out to a 9-4 to four lead. The Warriors already with a couple of turnovers. Steph Curry with a three-point attempt that was tipped just after the launch. He ended up with an air ball there and some sloppy play on the Memphis side as well. Just kind of looks like a sloppy start to get things started here for both sides, but so far not as sloppy for the Grizzlies as they now lead Golden State 12 to 4, James, with about eight minutes left to go in the first quarter. Four out of six from three point land, so they're hitting their threes. They've taken eight shots from the floor, made four of them, all four coming from three point land with six of those from deep. So I think. You know, the the turnovers again, they have three early turnovers. Draymond turned it over twice. I kind of was looking at the props. I didn't play it, but he was over three and a half turnovers plus money. It was like plus 130, something like that. He had already had nine turnovers in the first two games, and that was limited minutes because he didn't make it out of the first half in game one. Just really kind of forcing the issue here. There's another three. I think that was Jaron Jackson again, just par- bore- yeah, another one. Jaron Jackson hits from deep as well. So he's got two of them, five for seven so far. So hot shooting early on for the Grizzlies. Yeah, Jaron Jackson, I think as you know, everybody looks at Ja Morant and obviously 47 points in the last game, what he's been doing down the stretch late in the fourth quarter. But Jaron Jackson has been a huge thorn in the side for the Golden State Warriors. And you mentioned, yeah, very deep three-pointer that he hit there to make it 15-4. to And now the Warriors get a bucket to make it 15-8. to And now 18-8, to the Memphis Grizzlies out in front of the Golden State Warriors with seven minutes left in the first quarter. But uh, Memphis has come out firing, certainly hitting their shots. Clay uh, Thompson has gotten on the board. A nice kind of alley-oop layup there. The pass from Steph Curry, the entry pass from 
from Stur- uh, from Curry and still a 10-point deficit for the Golden State Warriors as the Grizzlies hit yet another three-pointer. Just an amazing performance from beyond the arc so far early in this contest for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, looking at the hockey game, and we mentioned this uh, in the last segment, of course it is 4-4. to Pittsburgh took a 4-1 to lead after the first period. New York comes right back to tie it up at 4-4, to and now we go to the third period. Even Steven, once again, the Pittsburgh Penguins have become a dog. They're getting a goal in the live market. That is, however, minus 250, heavy juice there. And I believe this is the third time I'm saying it today. Your in-game total, James, on the ice at 10.5. Looking at the baseball scoreboard, you've got the San Francisco Giants and the uh, St. Louis Cardinals in a wild one at Oracle Park. Uh, The Giants were able to oust Stephen Matz from the game early before he was able to even complete Two innings of work, but eight to four San Francisco there. Still scoreless in Atlanta between the Milwaukee Brewers and the Atlanta Braves. Pittsburgh on top of Cincinnati, seven to five in the top of the sixth inning there. The Cleveland Guardians trying to split the doubleheader with the Toronto Blue Jays. They lead eight to two in the top of the eighth inning there. The Dodgers trying to sweep the doubleheader at Wrigley Field. They lead the Cubs four to one in the third inning. No score between Arizona and the Colorado Rockies and the Padres and Marlins just underway in the home half of the first inning. No score between the Padres and the Miami Marlins who are looking to avoid a seventh straight loss. James, speaking of baseball, I want to take a look at some of the adjusted prices to win a particular division, and I will start in the National League West. I actually played the Dodgers before the season started at minus 280, laid the big price with Los Angeles. I just felt that they had such an advantage over every team in this division, over every team in baseball, really. It's almost unfair, you know, bringing Freddie Freeman on. And this team is so stacked. Uh, I did bet them at minus 280 to win the division. Now we've seen how competitive the National League West has been so far, and the Dodgers' price has come down to minus 235. I wonder if you feel that might be a bargain in that division, or would you take a look at uh, some of the folks that are plus money right now? Yeah, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to go against the Dodgers here. You, you think about the the staff that they're putting, that, how well they're on both sides. Not only hitting the baseball, you talk the lineup there when adding Freddie Freeman along with all the other uh, just all the other talent up and down that roster on that lineup. But, you know, now you're seeing Kershaw. Kershaw is, you know, he's had some injuries over the last few years and wondering, all right, well, is he as sharp as what he used to be? Is he going to he doesn't have his fastball as live as it has been, but he is man, that deuce is breaking off really sharp and he is locating as well as he ever has. And so with with Kershaw now adding into that, I mean, you look at both both the the offense and, and the pitching for the Dodgers so far early in the season. I know it's only a, a month in, but the fewest runs allowed as a as a staff with with the Dodgers pitching staff. Best team ERA in baseball sitting at two. It probably ticked down now with that shutout earlier against the Cubs today, obviously. And now they've held the Cubs. Uh, that's well, it looks like they've got corners on in the bottom of the third one run. Dodgers up four to one, but. Man, this is just a team that is so stacked and loaded. And then whatever pieces they have, and we know injuries are going to happen throughout the course of a 162-game season, Brady, but the Dodgers are a team that are committed to doing whatever it takes, any injuries or any gaps that they have in on that roster. They will fill it come trade deadline latter part of July. So this is a team I don't want to get in front of. I'm not, I don't want to lay that number now. you got a much better price than where it sits, sitting at, I think you said, 235 too much for me to lay, but I'm not going to go against the Dodgers from that respect. This team is just, they're so loaded and, and long way to go, but they will fill any holes that they need to due to injury or just attrition as the season goes. The National League East, uh, very much lopsided so far as far as the records and the New York Mets, of course, out to a fantastic start. I think it's really great to see that both the Yankees and the Mets are off to such good starts. I, I'm typically not a fan of either team. Um, but I, I, I like watching the players in both lineups. Obviously, they're star-studded, and I think it's good for baseball that both of the powerhouses in the Big Apple are, are off to great starts so far this season. Who knows? Maybe we'll see a Subway Series with the New York Yankees and the Mets. I, I wouldn't mind that either. That would be pretty yeah. thrilling. But the Mets, minus 195 to win the National League East. And I, I know we've got a long way to go here, but... Uh, you know, I, I just don't know if there's another team in that division that whets my appetite right now, James. No, not the, from the depth perspective here for, I don't know, for Atlanta having to come off the the 
World Series hangover in a sense, and are they as good? You lost. Well, maybe you heard some rumblings, at least from Acuna, that losing Freddie Freeman was not a bad thing, at least from a clubhouse perspective, not a talent on the field perspective, but you know, maybe not as beloved as what folks thought there in that in that clubhouse and on the field from a chemistry stamp, standpoint for the Braves. But no, I mean, look at the, you look at the Phillies, and th- that's a you know they're they're looking for the three run homer with nobody on base every time they step into the box and. That's not a team I'm going to trust over the course of a, a full season. I think my only concern with the Mets, and yeah, they're rightfully favored, and I'm not going to go against that. But Jacob Degrom, uh, what's what's his issue back on the IL? His shoulder issue is he going to be able to come back and be the pitcher that we're accustomed to seeing? He's a tremendous pitcher, but you know, as hard as he throws, and and the amount of pitches that he's had to go through with some of the injuries he's sustained lately, can he? get back to current form. I know they're going to be very careful with Jacob DeGrom. No need to rush him. I mean, we're we're just into the first week of May, so DeGrom is not somebody that they're going to push to get to get back onto the hill anytime soon. And then Scherzer from that standpoint, too. He's such a bulldog out there, but throwing a lot of innings in that arm as well. Can he hold up? That's my biggest concern is just the two frontline pitchers. You get to the playoffs and you get into a seven-game series, you potentially might have to see both of those guys four times in a series. Yeah, that's pretty daunting, but can they stay healthy enough? Can DeGrom come back and can Scherzer make it through the grind of a 162-game baseball season to make it to the postseason? That's my only concern. The Memphis Grizzlies right now kicking the crap out of the Golden State Warriors. Mm. They have rarely missed a shot in this game, and then when they did, the Warriors had an opportunity in transition, and the young rookie, Jonathan Kuminga, who got the starting assignment tonight, uh, just turned the ball over, threw it out of bounds, and the mistakes continue to happen for the Golden State Warriors. 23-15, to your score right now in favor of Memphis. The Warriors have trimmed it to just an eight-point deficit. I believe they've trailed by as many as 12 points in this contest. 23-15 to right now in favor of the Grizzlies. The Warriors, a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market and your live total at 229 and a half we'll come back with more in just a moment it is the vsin bet center stick around we'll be right back on the sports betting network If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting night, help improve your betting night, help improve your betting night, help improve... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.